0: Welcome to Another Mother Runner. This is Sarah Bowen Shea. I am joined today by Amanda Loudon. How are you doing, Amanda? Hi, I'm doing well. Thanks. How about you? I am doing very well. Thank you. So what article is you working on?
1: Um, I've got one right now, kind of more um, youth sports oriented. Yeah. Um, looking at giving parents advice on how to mitigate injuries mm. with youth who are kind of specializing in one sport only which is you know pretty endemic in our yeah culture these days i know my kids you know i'm guilty of it too even though i know it's not you know the best thing so yeah looking into that um for ESPNW. oh nice yeah and i and i got back from vacation a couple of weeks ago and i got to write an article about the place where i go on vacation for the washington post so that was a lot of fun
0: oh how fun yeah and that, i know i saw a picture of it on um instant instagram uh tell oh, me yeah. Tell me. Remind me where it is.
1: It, it's um, up in the Adirondacks, and it's called Timberlock, oh. um, and it's just yeah, it's it's heaven for our family. And and my son worked up there this summer, and oh. um, he would prefer to just move there now and never
0: come home. So. Oh my gosh, a mountain man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: How cl- yeah. how how close to civilization is it?
1: It's not. I mean, it is. It's so remote. It's um, you know, it's about an eight-hour drive from where we are, wow. and um, once you're, I don't know, maybe about 15 miles out from. From where we stay you lose all um all, all um any signals so you can't mm-hmm. you can't you know your phones don't work up there mm-hmm. and um we don't have electricity in the cabins where we stay mm-hmm. and it's it's uh-huh. that's it's the best part time just slows down and it's wonderful right so you know i think i think when i talk about you know my, my son he's 16 and when, when he goes up there and works i mean he's essentially giving up the use of his phone for the summer when he's up there working and so i think that speaks volumes about about the place so yeah
0: yeah yeah, yeah. so how long did he work up there for
1: um he was up there for about a month before we came up and then um and then he joined us on vacation there Mm -hmm. um i think next year probably we're just if he works there again he's probably just going to work right on through our vacation there i mean he'll have you know a day off or two while we're there but i think he would really just love to be able to do that and so it's not not my favorite way to do it but i think that you know at his age and as much as he loves it i think i think we'll just do that
0: so yeah. nice yeah. nice nice well my son is um not old enough to go off and work somewhere for for a month but he is in a two-week camp yet another musical theater camp and but this one uh the one earlier in the summer was sleep away and this one is just half day um and so he did it last year and they did um during the two weeks at the end of it they do a production of a musical and last year was fame and this year it is high school musical and um, um are your kids too old did you miss out on the whole high school musical phenomenon yeah, or?
1: yeah my daughter was in it just slightly but that uh-huh. yeah
2: yeah oh, so boy. i'm not we were...
0: super familiar with it yeah Oh my goodness. We were just in the thick of it. And as I write in, uh, uh, run like a mother, I have an essay. Um, I heart Zac Efron and I still do. I love Zac Efron. (laughs) um, That's good.
1: uh, Since you're going to be listening to all these songs. Oh
0: yeah. 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 So he, um, so there's only four boys in the camp. And, um, so the, for those of you who don't know, high school musical, um, is, um, you know, high school love story between, um, uh, Gabriella, who is a girl and, um, Troy, who's a boy and they're kind of circle of friends and, um, stuff. And so there's four boys. So they all tried out for the Troy role. Plus one girl tried out for Troy. And as John told me, two of the boys threw the audition, like they purposely sang badly because they did (laughs) not want to get the role. Um, (laughs) and, um, so, I was like, oh, I don't know, you know, it is Portland and I'm like, oh, but I bet they'll be gender normative and they'll give the role to a boy. Nope. Nope. They gave the role. (laughs) Troy will be played by a girl. Wow. (laughs) And, um, so, um, so anyway, so John got the number two boy role in this production, which is Chad, which for those of you who know the show, it is the African-American basketball player who secretly is a good dancer. And, what John told me, so the first day of camp is um, rehearse or not rehearsals, um, auditions. And um, so he said when they uh, figured out that he could dance, they're like, oh, you can't be Troy because Troy is known as a bad dancer. You know, that's like part of the story. And they're like, mm, we need to have you be a character who's a dancer. And uh, I was like, no, he's being like penalized for being a good dancer. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And so, so I said, oh, John, you know, like, how did they figure out that you could dance? You know, like, how did, like, what, how'd that go down? And he goes, oh, they had us all dancing to Gangnam Style. And I'm like, oh, of course. And he goes, and then some other song. He's like, ah. Oh. And I go, Macarena. And he goes, yeah, yeah, that's it. Oh, that's excellent. It's <laughs> I I like, oh my goodness. So it was so funny when I was running with Molly yesterday, and I was telling her the story, and I said, oh yeah, they had him do Gangnam Style, and she goes, what? They had him do the Macarena too? <laughs> like yes they did
2: <laughs> <Thank
0: you. laughs> bringing it all back <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. so
2: right <laughs> <That's> so, <great. laughs>
0: so anyway so he's very excited and so um it has prompted us to listen a lot to high school musical the, you know the soundtrack and like it, it's fun because me and phoebe i think still thinks very fondly on the high school musical you know because it went on to be three movies and um so they talk about it a lot and then he'll like mention some of the other characters and then it all all gets confusing because i'm like where are you talking about characters you're talking about kids at camp like right so (laughs) right. (laughs) so that's so funny because there's this um one song in high school musical about um kind of like where kids admit their secret obsession and so like this one girl who's deemed as like a math nerd she admits she really likes to dance and then this basketball player admits he really likes to bake and all this stuff and um and Phoebe says oh who's in high school who feels it's representative of high school but to her brother who's in the arts focused middle school she's like you don't understand you go to Da Vinci you can be anything you want at Da Vinci and I was like yep that's pretty much true. <laughs> you know, you bake. Hey, that's awesome! Bring in some cookies for me, kid. Uh- <laughs> yeah, which is that's that's lovely, though. I think especially in middle school. You yeah, know? yeah. It yeah. Oh my gosh! It it oh my goodness! It is very, very, very accepting. So, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So having you know having a role, a boys' role go to a girl. You know, you just won't even blink about that at Da Vinci. So, right, um, which yeah. is great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, so, well, all right, well, let's jump into the episode. It's all about trimming time and simplifying your routine to fit in your runs, as in how to get moving more quickly and how to get your kids and yourself out the door, back at your desk or off to bed after a workout. After we return from this brief break, I'll tease out tips and advice from Amanda, who will switch to wearing her coach's hat. And then we'll be joined by a nutritionist who specializes in families. Along the way, we'll mix in some time-saving hacks gathered from the Mother Runner tribe. We'll be right back after this message from our sponsor. All right, Amanda. I suspect lack of time is a common complaint among the folks who coach. Is that accurate?
1: Maybe the number one complaint. <laughs> um, I mean, you know, we, we've, got, we've got all these, these ladies who are just juggling so much, you know, between... Mm-hmm you know, raising children and jobs and training and, you know, everything else that goes along in life and, um, it adds up and, and yeah. So, so hacks are important to this crew. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. 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 So, um, you're, are you, I'm a morning runner. I think you are too, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Um, so I think, and I think you'll agree that a little prep work the night before goes a long way. And, um, like I said, we gathered some suggestions from the Facebook tribe um karen shared several suggestions um the big one you know putting out running clothes and accessories and she also puts out her work clothes the night before Um, she does overnight oats in the fridge having the coffee maker all ready to go so she just has to press the start button i know some people probably we we would say what a start button you have it on (laughs) pre-timer um and then um this one though kind of blew me away a little bit she said um i shower and wash my hair before bed so i just have to rinse off after i run which made me think she sweats a lot less than I do. Um, yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, and um, and then she admits, she says, and I've lowered my hair and makeup standards, to which Pamela wrote a, a comment that made me laugh. She says, I can't even remember the last time I had any kind of hair standards or wore makeup on a regular basis. Um, um, <laughs> so do you have any other kind of quick hit hacks?
1: You know, I think, I mean, just having that kind of a... Um, a mental plan um every week and maybe even thinking it through again we're going to go back to you know I, when we get into the meal planning i think we'll be talking a lo- or into the, the talk with the nutritionist we'll be talking a lot about meal planning and things like that mm-hmm. and i think you know kind of on sundays even maybe just do a kind of a, a run through of how your week's going to go and and really know what days you're getting up to run what days you're doing this that or the other and really you know kind of have a plan for all of that in advance um mm-hmm. you know even down to to what day you're doing laundry and just making sure that it's all <laughs> going to flow so that nothing trips you up during the week and 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 messes you up so yeah
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: and now um I know that um some of the women um speaking of hair standards and things like that I gotta say I'm always amazed by how many women say they swear by dry shampoo um yeah. Are you a dry shampoo? Have you ever used dry shampoo? I've never tried it, I will admit.
1: Um and so I you know, I don't I don't know. I know people love it though. So,
0: yeah. Yeah, I am um, I will I sometimes skip washing my hair because um with wavy hair and my haircut like there's no guarantee that washing it's going to make it look any better. Um so, right. <laughs> so if it looks and I can't see the back of my head, so I don't know what it's doing back there. So <laughs> <laughs> but um like yesterday after my run um, I didn't take a shower immediately, and by the time I um done, you know, got got breakfast ready, that sort of thing, I was like, huh, it looks pretty good. So I actually, I actually admit that I took a shower with a shower cap on. Um, oh, interesting. And I, I just always feel so like nine, my mom from the 1960s or something right? And, you know I take them from the hotel I don't I I can't believe Where else some you get shower caps right yeah, right I don't <laughs> can't believe some some of them and then I actually put two of them on that's my hack is I wear two of oh. them cuz that keeps it from getting wet so um uh anyway so yeah but dry shampoo um got to put in that plug cuz um we do have so many bammers who swear by it yeah um so all right so I adore this advice from Jessica Um, she says as a night owl who really needs to run in the morning for the schedule to work out I've become very fond of my alarm app that makes me shake my phone to turn it off in the morning I also find that it's much easier for me to get up at five to run if I get up around five every day not really happy about that part but once I'm up it's nice to have some sort of time to putter around in the morning that I'm not running and before the rest of my family gets up. And then in a later comment, Jessica admitted that there's an app that makes you take a picture of a barcode to turn off the alarm. Wow. Which just... (laughs) I'm not sure my brain could, like, handle that. I'd be like... Like same i agree <laughs> i agree that is that is complex well, I gotta I like i would be like i'm supposed to do something other than press a button and i don't remember what it is
1: <laughs> i'd end up throwing my phone against the wall in frustration right,
0: right. <laughs> right and suddenly it's a 500 hundred dollar problem uh, <laughs> um, um well and then speaking of alarm clocks get a load of this from jody um, she says i promise kids can wake up with their own alarm clocks starting in kindergarten It makes all the difference in the world. By the time I get back from my morning run, the kids are awake, dressed, beds made, and ready to start having breakfast. Um, Which I want to say, Jody, could your kids come over and spend some time with my kids? Because, (laughs) Um, I don't know. I just, oh, I'm such an enabler for my kids. Like, I just, I'm not good at teaching them to be self-sufficient. I'm just going to admit that.
1: Um. <laughs> well, I think that's very common. I really do. I think a lot of people are in that same boat. Um, I mean, I, I will say my kids are very self-sufficient, but since my daughter entered middle school, she, oh, you know, she just, like, that alarm, it goes off. It's blaring, and it doesn't, <laughs> she doesn't even budge. She's she's dead to the world, and so yeah. I have to follow up and cattle prod her, you know, to get her moving. And right. It's, it's very frustrating. Um, I, I don't know, you know, I mean, I, and I suppose that's enabling too, because I think maybe sometimes I need to just let her sleep through it all, let her be late to school. And you know, that's that. <laughs> She'll oh, learn. but
0: then, oh, but then you get, so, Oh my gosh. I guess it was Tuesday that I, um, John and I to take him to camp, we need to leave kind of, I don't know, 835, something like that. And I didn't get him up until like 705, sorry, 805. Right. Oh, why'd you let me sleep in so long? I'm yeah. like, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, you could have done something about it too. Yep,
2: yep, uh, yep. Oh yeah, we have that conversation. Always
0: your fault, always your fault. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, speaking of sleeping, I like this from Rebecca. She says, if I'm going to go for a run in the a.m., I wear my running clothes to bed. It makes things easier in the morning, but also it makes, this is the part I like, it makes me feel silly if I don't run. Like, I just slept in running clothes for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I mean, talk about guilting yourself. You you know, there you are like bleary eyed about to brush your teeth. And I'm like, you'd be like, duh, right. I press snooze too many times. <laughs> um, um, and I know that Dimity for a while would sleep in her running clothes. And I just can't get behind that. I really like my pajamas. I like that they're loose fitting, that they're like a breathable fabric.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah, you know, I'm with like you I, on that. I love oh, my days. so yeah, yeah, and and not and I also like sleeping in a sports bra. Like, ugh. yeah, yeah. Um,
2: no, so I'm with
0: you I, on that. Yeah. I I slept in nursing bras and I now look back and I'm like, why did I do that? It's not like I've got like big jugs or anything. So, (laughs) (laughs) um, so, um, so Emily chimes in, um, and she says, for me, it's getting up early. Some days it is easy. Other days, not so much, but I just remember that afterwards I'll be glad I did it. And it makes the day not feel as hectic. She said, I would suggest giving yourself 30 more minutes than you think you'll need so you don't have to start the day stressing and rushing already. Some days that is okay, but for an everyday, it's not a nice way to feel. That way I can have some leeway for an extra mile or doing something on my to-do list before I head out. And I have to say that that comment has really rung in my ears the past few mornings. Really? Um, yeah. And I realized that I, you know, as, as a person who works from home, I have some, and, and I don't have to commute. I have a leisure that a lot of people don't have. And I'm very appreciative of that. And, but just, I don't know. I, I, I would not like to get up and be like, g- 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 g, zoom out the door. It just makes me feel so frazzled.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, agree. And
1: I that- agree. I agree. I, I think that is, you know, I think that is really great advice about giving yourself that little extra cushion, um, mm-hmm you know, so that, that you don't feel crazy. And because mm-hmm. I, I do, I feel like so much of my life is that, you know, running from one thing to the next and and mm-hmm. it's not the best feeling. So yeah, if you can, if you can do it, I think that's great mm-hmm. advice.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So well, and as long as we're on the topics of getting up and moving, um, How about them bowels? Um, (laughs) I have quizzed Dimity before on the podcast about how she gets out the door in like five minutes because she'd always be like, oh yeah, I lay out my clothes, I put out the banana, you know, I have my, you know, earphones right there, everything's set up. And I'm like, yeah, but how do you poop before you get out the door? And she's like, well, I don't. And I was like, what, what? (laughs) Um, So, and I remember you were the co-host on that one and we bonded (laughs) over that. Now that I'm saying all this, I remember this. (laughs) So, um, so I know that some people, are not like you and me Amanda that when they get up they they very quickly don't have to poop so Susan offers a homemade suggestion for this and she said it has a TMI warning just for those who need to get things moving in the morning before they head out warm lemon water with half to a whole teaspoon of salt is very effective Hmm, interesting and I just was like, ugh, that's particularly because I brush my teeth first thing when I get up. So the right, right. salt and lemon against my teeth, that's not working for me. But um, it was because, you know, I've heard, so you know, people who don't drink coffee, they say that they drink, you know, um, hot water or something like that. And I was like, oh, adding that little something. But if it works for Susan and other people, I, I applaud it. Um, yeah, so, interesting. Yeah, yeah. So um, got this great suggestion from Phoebe. And um, I love that she leads with, it's all about removing obstacles. My most recent revelation was learning to run with my glasses on. On weekdays, I need to be out the door for work by 6 a.m. So I have to get up well before 5 a.m. to run if I'm going to get it done. One of my biggest mental and physical obstacles was prying my eyeballs open to stick my contacts in. Once I realized I could stand wearing my glasses, she says she's super nearsighted, Uh, She had eliminated a pretty major obstacle from her path out the door. And Jen chimed in that she does the same writing. Contacts and sunglasses are for weekend runs. So are there any similar types of obstacles that you can think of, Amanda, that maybe like for any time of day, it doesn't have to be morning?
1: Yeah. I mean, um, one thing, you know, comes to mind is, um, you know, if you are going to be getting up and running out the door in the morning, um, you know, if you're going to be taking a drink or if you're going to be taking, you know, a gel or anything like that with you, um, have all that set out, you know, on mm-hmm. your kitchen counter ready to go so that you don't have to take an extra few minutes. I know that sounds silly, but, you know, to fill up the water bottle and, and, and mm-hmm. wait for your noon to dissolve or whatever it yep. might be, yep. you know, mm-hmm. just have that all prepped and ready to go. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm going to go with a very non-traditional thing here, but I want to talk about, you know, time on your phone and social media
2: mm-hmm. and being
1: mindful with it. And because I think, um, and I'm speaking from experience here, it's easy to, you know, you if if you find yourself with an extra five minutes before you do have to go out the door and meet yep. your partner or whatever, and you pick up your phone and get lost in that mm-hmm. world of Twitter or Instagram or Facebook, whatever it might be,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you're going to get sucked in and you will have wasted time and it's very frustrating. So, I, you know, I would suggest being very mindful of that. And, you know, just setting limits on yourself that that is something for a different time of the day and don't let it get in the way when you're trying to get out the door, just cut yourself off and it's not even an option to pick it up and, you know, and and same thing when you come home from a run, Mm -hmm. you know, if if you're in a rush and you need to get showered and dressed and everything else don't allow yourself to you know if you if you upload to strava or whatever else don't allow yourself to get sucked in you know don't mm-hmm. don't do it <laughs> mm-hmm. um you know and it's just it's just a modern day obstacle that that you know that ten years ago didn't exist but but now it it definitely can come into play
0: oh, it's so true also because Sometimes I'll be like, oh, sweet, you know, like, for me, I need to kind of get in the back door by 7 to make things work. And then I'll be like, oh, sweet, you know, finish up at, you know, 6.56. Oh, boy, I have four minutes to, you know, load this picture on Instagram and, you know, give yeah. some kudos on Strava. And suddenly it's 7.07. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. And yeah. it's like, okay, I sound ridiculous saying... 6.56 and 7.07, but there's a, yeah, that's an 11 minute time swing. Absolutely. Absolutely. It is, <laughs> and,
1: uh, it is a time suck and it's, mm-hmm. and it's so easy to lose track of time. When
0: you're oh my talking. goodness. So oh. easy. And I, that's funny. Cause I had that same thing. So that comment from Emily was ringing in my ears. And this morning I, um, so Jack's out of town. So it's, I don't have to be quiet when I get up. I can turn on the light if I want to, you know, all this stuff. And, um, so I started to go to check email and I'm like, nope nope, those orders from the store, they'll still be there. I'm not going to fill them now. I'll fill them, you know, after I record the podcast. And I just am like, okay, you know, you don't need to look at them now. You know, it, it can wait. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So um, check out this time-saving system from Cassandra. And it sort of um, reminded me when you said, like, planning out your whole week, but get a load of this. Um. She says, you know that tip about sleeping in your running clothes or having them set out before bed? That worked great for me for a while, but then, this is unbelievable, I found myself struggling to find motivation to pick an outfit each night. Um, she says, yeah, I know. I got lazy slash tired and had to take it one step further. She says, I now muster the effort to pick out five to six sets of workout clothes each Sunday evening. Back to good old Sunday, getting all <laughs> <laughs> Got a lot of things on your Sunday. Um, I bundle each set together. Tops, pants, socks, runderwear, which I suggest deleting that one, but um, headband and then stack them in one of those inexpensive milk crates. She says they're especially cheap now that it's back to school time. She says then literally I don't have to think about Anything in the morning I just grab the bundle Throw the clothes on and go Wow yeah. good for her that's awesome <laughs> And I sense her house is kind of organized. So like, Cassandra, yes. if, you could, if you could come over at the same time. I know. <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs>
0: organization gene. I didn't quite get that one. but. Uh, <laughs> uh, and for all you treadmill runners, take this tip from Emily. She says, I teach and need to get my run in before school each morning. She has to leave her house no later than seven. The night before, in addition to clothes being out, Backpacks and lunches being packed. I also set up the treadmill, set out my running gear, water, etc. This means it takes me less than five minutes from alarm to starting my run. Um, so I think that's, you know, back to your letting putting the noon tablet in the night before and having it dissolve. You know, it's not like it doesn't go bad, it doesn't, right? You know? Yeah, right, so, right. um, yeah, I mean, I guess, uh, keying up the figuring out what you're gonna, I mean, for me, I make sure that my podcasts have downloaded before you know before i go to bed um if i'm getting an audiobook from the library i make sure that it's downloaded because oh that is so frustrating when you're like sweet okay i'm gonna listen to you know that that new mystery by anthony Horowitz, and it's like oh it hasn't downloaded yet oh right yeah oh that's gosh. what
1: I' was just gonna say is that I mean, you know the treadmill, you got to think about entertainment, so mm-hmm. know what you have, you know, have everything queued up and what you want to be doing there and mm-hmm. have it waiting for you down there, I guess, on the treadmill, you know mm-hmm. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, particularly like uh, I'm, I think a lot of basements where treadmills are don't get good Wi fi service right <laughs> and so making sure cause you know it's like when you before you get on a plane and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna totally watch you know like five episodes of you know chewing gum, and it's like. Ugh! they didn't download. And now I'm on the plane with nothing to watch. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, um, all right. So how about suggestions for taking in some calories before a workout? And, um, some Bammers say they save time in the morning by forgoing any food pre-run. But I tell you, man, we have had enough guests on this podcast to break me of that practice for good. Um, it's still, sometimes I don't want to take a few precious minutes making toast. Um, so lately I've been popping open a gogo squeeze applesauce. I adore the apple strawberry ones. Those are like 60 calories. They just give me that little something something for like 45 minute runs. I had one uh, yesterday morning before I ran four miles with Molly. And um, just gives me that little pep in my step. And um, I've also, my another time saving is I've taken to drinking my bottle of noon outside while I wait for my Garmin to get a signal. Uh, Very good. So, <laughs> yep, and just leave the, you know, leave the empty bottle on our back stairs and pick it up on my way in. So two birds, one stone. Um, so do you have any get it done pre-run food drink choices, coach?
1: Um, you know, so I, I am one of those people who tends to forego calories for the most part.
0: Oh, dough. So like- oh. Duh. Yeah,
1: I just, I, I've trained myself that way. I didn't used to be, though. Um, but when I'm training for a marathon and, and I've got some of the big, big runs, it's important to train your body to, to you know, eat what you're going to want to eat for the race. Mm-hmm. But um, anyhow, so, um, you know, I've done things like toaster waffles, I toast them the night before, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, slap some peanut butter on it and throw it in the fridge and then you can just grab it and go, um, wow. you know, first thing in the morning. Um and again, overnight oats. If you like, if you like oatmeal, and if it sits well with you in the morning, and you have that done, you know that that's a great pre-run mm-hmm. snack too. So, mm-hmm. and of mm-hmm. course, anything simple like a banana that takes two seconds to to pe- unpeel and you know and, mm-hmm. and 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 to go for that. So, mm-hmm. um, I think there are a lot of quick and easy options. And again, this is a place where the
0: prepackaged stuff can, can come in handy too.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah.
0: So yeah, yeah. So all right. So we got this tip from Pamela that was accompanied by the best photo ever and um it was her lifting up she was wearing a skirt showing that she was wearing um running shorts on underneath it at work and so pamela says um when i have a work time lunchtime run on the books i wear my running shorts and sports bra under my work clothes she (laughs) says she packs a regular bra and underwear which is an important thing to remember um (laughs) in her gym bag she says i changed into my running shoes while working I love that this saves me a good five to ten minutes which makes a big difference so um, seriously man I can imagine if you <laughs> end up forgetting to pay I, maybe she keeps like an extra bra and underwear in her desk drawer I think for me well, that, that would... that's
1: yeah I was just mm-hmm. gonna say that I mean for for you know people who exercise midday and I'm gonna make the assumption that the majority of those people are in an office um, mm-hmm. since that's the time that works for them um, you know I keep I, I've got a friend who keeps kind of like a a a running closet in her trunk you know she's got (laughs) she's got an extra pair of shoes in there you know an extra sports bra extra shirts um you know just just a lot of extra socks towels whatever it might be and then you know it's there you know as a backup if you need it um you know or keeping a gym bag full of stuff in your office you know just that, that it's your backup emergency stash in case you need it so yeah. Um yeah, You know, and maybe yeah. even throw in some, some, you know, some sort of energy bar or something too that that's in that bag, and and then you've got everything you need, just just in case you you're you're.
0: Oh um, yeah, because yeah, because yeah, that then the that would be the worst. You get out there and you're like, I only have my right shoe. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Right. So I mean, that's a good. Good use for your old running shoes actually is keep them. You know, in a, in right. a bag at work or something so that they are your backups.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. 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 All right, Coach Amanda. So, if someone's not on a training plan and has just 30 minutes for a run, what workout would you suggest for getting the most bang for your buck? And, you know, like, what are your thoughts about mixing in strength moves to a run?
1: Yeah, I think that's actually, you know, the best way to get the best, you know, bang for your buck. Um, It would either be a combination of doing some running and stopping maybe every half mile or mile and throwing in some lunges or some push ups or whatever it might Mm be. Um, Or, um, you know, throwing in some intervals in that 30 minutes mm-hmm. so that you're, you know, really kick giving a big kick to the metabolism and um you know, getting a, a good anaerobic workout along with the aerobic workout. So mm-hmm. um yeah, I would say do these these combo type works or these these high intensity workouts. Um that's that's where you can get the most out of that 30 minutes for sure.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, 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 Um throw in a couple strides like I did this morning. Yeah six miles and then um and I uh I had I always have trouble measuring strides so finally I read on the train like a mother club plan it said you know or 30 seconds so I counted kind of I was one two three so um yeah yeah, I do that too sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but then I get a little confused, like how many strides have I done? So I have to, I you know, hold my finger out, you know, so one, two, you know, three. So
2: yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> a lot counting. It's very confusing. Um, so, um, so all right. So uh, final time saving suggestion from um, Sarah without an H, um, and she said this might be TMI. I, I don't think it qualifies as such, but um, she says sometimes I do a workout in the evening and follow it up with a before work run the next morning so it means she doesn't have to shower until the second run is done so yeah. I thought that I thought that was kind of brilliant yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, yeah that's probably takes. a case where you don't want to sleep in your running clothes because <laughs> not showering and then getting into dry running clothes, you know, um, your uh, your bed partner might move kind of far away from you. Right. So. <laughs> Which might be a good thing. I don't know. <laughs> Better fall asleep. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> okay, now let's shift to another big time suck in a mother runner's life, meal planning and food preparation. For this segment, Amanda and I welcome Sally Kazemczyk, the genius behind the website Real Mom Nutrition and author of one of my family's favorite cookbooks, Dinner Time Survival Guide. Sally is a registered dietitian, educator, and mom of two boys and a repeat guest on this pod. Welcome back to another Mother Runner, Sally. We're so glad you could join us.
3: I'm happy to be here. Sally,
1: before we start hitting you up for tips and suggestions, remind us how older sons are and what you do for fitness.
3: Sure, they are 9 and 13. I have two boys. And this summer I took a boot camp class Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, waking up much earlier than I ever <laughs> used to. Never thought I was an early morning exerciser, but I I did it this summer and I have to say I'm loving it. So, that's kind of new for me. Oh, because... well,
0: as long as we're as long as you brought it up and since we just finished talking about it, like what Like, do you have any, you know, like tips for getting up or saving a couple minutes that are non-food related with your work, you know, since you became a morning exerciser?
3: Yeah, I I started taking the class with a friend, and so... You know, we're both expecting to see each other there bright and early at six fifteen. And uh-huh. I found an instructor that I love and that I, I know that she will notice if I'm not there. So those two <laughs> things just kind of get me out of bed. And honestly, when that alarm goes off, just like getting right out and turning it off and going instead yeah. of hitting snooze or something. Um, And I just feel energized by the amount that I get done on those days, and that has sort of been addictive to me. Like, oh my goodness, I get so much more done when I get up at 6 a.m. versus 7.30 or 8 or whatever. Uh uh That is a good feeling. Oh my gosh.
0: And and mothers of young children must be like,
3: what is this I hear getting up at 7.30 or 8? (laughs) I know. I feel kind of bad saying that, but it it gets better. Believe me, it gets better. Hold on. Right, right,
0: right. (laughs) Right. And particularly for people who work from home. So, you know, uh, I sometimes forget that some people don't have the flexibility of those of us who work from home. So, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So um, as a caveat, let me share something from your bio on your website, um, which I love. You say, I don't eat perfectly and neither do my kids. Our eating habits are works of progress just like we are. So discuss how it can ease the stress to share this attitude toward family eating, Sally.
3: So I feel like, so I'm a registered dietitian. And so because I have these initials after my name, everyone expects that my meals and snacks look a certain way or my kids are a certain way. (laughs) And I think there are so many people online sharing advice that sort of make their lives look very perfect Mm -hmm. (laughs) and beautiful. And I really wanted to come out and say, and pull back the curtain and say, you know what, it's not all perfect in my world, and I doubt it isn't anyone else's either. And so then my readers and I can really relate to each other and share our successes Mm -hmm. and, you know, the mistakes and the setbacks. And I feel like that's really liberating.
0: Yeah, for sure. Love that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, as we often do with these podcasts, we've got questions from our Facebook group. So we're going to break them down by meals. Uh, Laura would love some advice on breakfast options for teens that can be pre-made. And some other mother runners chimed in as well. Um, Andrea wrote, waffles and pancakes, make them on the weekend and freeze. Even my eight-year-old can heat and eat. And then Jamie um, weighed in and said frittatas, assuming that they like eggs. She said, I always make a batch or two on the weekends in muffin tins, then refrigerator or freeze. My son pops them in the microwave and heads out the door with breakfast. Lots of options and recipes online. Also, you get good quality protein and veggies. Um, Sally, what do you think are some other options along those lines?
3: Yeah, I love that, and I love the idea of doing those things on the weekend. Usually for, for people, either Saturday or Sunday um, can be sort of a lazier day as, as far as being at home more. And so then you can take an hour or two to do a lot of meal prep, not just for breakfast, for, for other meals of the week. And even, you know, get your kids and your, your spouse or your partner involved um, in that as well. And I love the idea of, of um, batch muffin and pancakes – and, and French toast and waffles and put them in the freezer and then you can just pull them out and put them in the toaster oven individually as you need them. I think, and I'm guilty of this too, a lot of breakfasts, uh, skew toward the sweet, starchy mm-hmm. side. Mm-hmm. And so it's always good to get the protein um, and the non-starch items in when you can and have some savory breakfasts yeah. too. So many breakfasts are sweet. Mm-hmm. And so I try to alternate in. Luckily, my kids do like eggs. So I try to alternate in some breakfasts that are, that are savory, like with eggs. I have a recipe on my blog for... Um, little egg muffins that can be you can make them in a muffin tray and put whatever you like in them and each little compartment can be different depending on what your kids and what what you like and then you can freeze those and take those out and defrost them and cook them also burritos you can do egg burritos or bean burritos or whatever and, and throw them in the freezer individually wrapped pull them out and defrost them I also like doing smoothies and sometimes that can be a pain. You don't want to like pull all the ingredients out every morning and chop the fruit and whatever. So you can make a smoothie, put it in an ice cube tray, pop those um, cubes out into a freezer bag and then just put them in a um, glass um, either the night before or sometimes I'll just zap it in the microwave for like 10 seconds to get it kind of softer and smushier stir it up and then you can have a really quick smoothie mm-hmm. um, or smoothie packets you know throwing everything into a freezer bag your banana you can even even put like spinach a cube of yogurt or whatever and then you dump that into your blender with whatever liquid you want and um, then again you don't have to do all the, the prepping and the chopping or whatever for a smoothie and that can be really fast option too and lastly I think um, I really like this overnight oats uh, mm-hmm. trend I have to say my kids do not like the cold overnight oats they, they like oatmeal the warm and you could certainly you know heat it up but that can be made you can make a bunch of those on Sunday and have them for the week ahead and you can eat those cold or warm so depending on what the weather oh, really? is too they're nice in the in the summer when it's cold and then you know heat them up when it's a little colder outside
0: Yeah, we had a lot of people chime in about overnight oats, and and I'm intrigued that you say it's a trend.
3: Like, how do you make them? So, yeah, it just depends how you like it. Like, I like my oatmeal kind of thick. And so I put a little bit less liquid. So you can put um, milk and yogurt. You can do non-dairy milk, too, um, and oats. And then you can put whatever else in it. Like, I could do, like, a scoop of peanut butter or some peanut butter powder, um, maybe some cocoa and some mashed banana. Or you can put um, sliced fruit, whatever you like in it. And then you mix it together, you cover it, put it in the fridge. And then by the next morning, it's all kind of soft. And so again, you can just eat it right out of the jar, which I like that. My kids do not. And I understand (laughs) some people are like, Oh, cold oatmeal. It's so gross, but I, I find it really yummy or you can just heat it up too. So, um, and
0: and we're talking, um, old fashioned oats or we're talking steel cut oats
3: I use old fashioned. I don't know that steel cut would work for that because they mm-hmm. do require, um, you know, more, a more, more cooking time than regular. So mm-hmm. I've never tried it with that. But again, maybe there are some recipes online with steel cut.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And you mentioning also savory breakfast. I remember I saw a recipe online somewhere for um, savory oatmeal and it just sounded really good and appealing to me.
3: Yeah, some people will do like different kinds of grains. Like they might even do like a quinoa or a farro or something like that as like a cold breakfast porridge and Mm -hmm. i've actually talked to people whose kids like dinner leftovers for breakfast i think that's (laughs) awesome and you know they they kind of be like oh my gosh my kid wants you know the leftover soup from last night or steak or whatever it is and i'm like that is awesome because that's so much better than a donut or a pastry or even a lot of like this really sugary cereal so if your kid likes that i mean go for it there's you know that they're still getting great nutrition and they're getting a really filling meal in the morning
2: yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, that's great.
1: Well, the other morning food chore that so many mother runners face is making lunches, um, which, you know, I know back when my kids were younger, that was the bane of my existence. <laughs> uh, on your website, you've got a brilliant downloadable booklet called 100 Things to Pack in a Lunchbox. Can you share some highlights from that, please, for us?
3: Sure. So um I actually reached out to my community, my real mom nutrition community and asked what what are your kids like oh. uh, in a lunch and I gathered all of them along with Brilliant. my own ideas. For this huge list, um, and you can download a printable off my blog so you can just post it in your kitchen for some inspiration. And so it's everything from, you know, your basic sandwiches to you know, hummus and pita, hard boiled eggs. Some people pack, you know, all the fixings for a taco for their kids to put together. Wow. Um cool. and, and it's broken down into main dishes, grains, things like that. Wait, for can I thermos. just say
0: I just love that cat in the background. Whose cat is I, I, Amanda, I, I, is I that your cat again? Cat.
3: I'm so sorry.
1: She's a Siamese and she never <laughs> (laughs) stops meowing (laughs) oh my gosh sorry
0: is she the one who uh got her claw stuck in one and the same (laughs) i'm ready to kick her to the curb (laughs) oh my god (laughs) all right well i was because at first i thought I don't know maybe that's like something leaking
2: or no. I don't know no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I can't like I,
1: my only my, my son's the only other one in the house and he's in another room so I can't like catch his eye to get him to go get
0: the cat <laughs> <laughs> all oh, right no. we'll just we'll just put up with it it's fine it's fine uh, <laughs> so I'm sorry Sally go ahead with with no, the suggestion no,
3: no. so I was just saying the list is broken out into the different categories of, of things you would pack in a lunchbox including you know savory snacks. Sweets. Some people like packing a little bit of a sweet treat in the lunchbox, veggies and fruits. And so it's really just designed to give parents, um, you know, inspiration for different things they may not have thought about packing. Like maybe you pack carrot sticks every day and everyone's sick of them, and you could start packing something like edamame, which is something my kids like in the lunchbox. And
2: Mm -hmm. that may be
3: something you hadn't thought of before. Or um you know, packing frozen raspberries that by lunchtime they're defrosted. so I'm um, just kind of thinking outside the box and 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 thinking of some things um, that may be new to you to you and your child. but I will say that the ultimate time saver for lunch packing is to teach your kids to pack it themselves' <laughs> so I I've heard I've heard of such of things
2: uh-huh, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it is possible.
2: Oh, my goodness.
3: I, re- I just did it last year, and I thought every year I, you know – Resolved to teach my kids to pack their lunch. Because, yes, I, I had heard tale of, of these, these right. you know, magical children who pack their own lunch boxes. And so um, I actually have another printable on my blog that, you know, if you really, like me, if you're like, gosh, if my kids pack their lunch themselves, it would be like potato chips, you know, white bread and, you know, donut <laughs> or something like that. And um, so I made a little printable um of, you can hang in your kitchen and kind of, it's broken out into categories. It kind of like teaches kids, okay, what what kinds of things should you pack in your lunch? You know, always try to have a fruit, try to have a vegetable, try to have, you know, whole grain, whatever it is that mm-hmm. you can fill in and kind of guide guide your kids. And honestly, like, it is it is so amazing to have your kids pack their own lunch and you can just go off into the other room and sit down it's just like the best (laughs) feeling in the world sitting down in the morning what's that i don't know how to do that (laughs) well we do it the night before i'm Uh i I, i'm a big fan of the night before plan so Uh that you're not because i feel like the mornings are are stressful enough so the night before is when the lunches are packed um And, yeah, I mean, and sometimes I have to kind of peek over their shoulder and be like, "Mm, you know, why don't you add whatever or how about Mm -hmm. a fruit in there or whatever it is. And -hmm. sometimes, you know, I just let them pack whatever it is they're going to pack and take it. And I don't I don't try to micromanage what they pack. But um, I do think kids should eventually be taught to do that chore themselves. Um, You know, and it's one one less thing on your to do list. And like, who wouldn't? Who wouldn't love that mm-hmm, definitely
0: mm-hmm. well I haven't gotten quite to that point yet I'm I'm I really. my son was also very late to the shoe tying game um but <laughs> <laughs> um, I at least I at least finally came up with it, like before it just it seemed like all hodgepodge I finally came up with sounds like what you're suggesting in your printable Sally which is a formula so that yeah. I have an entree like a sandwich I have I admit I do something crunchy like chips um, a dairy serving like cheese or yogurt, and then two fruit or veggie servings. And I gotta say, discovering Go-Go Squeeze helped me streamline the lunch making process. Whew. Oh, that was a big relief. So both my twins love the yogurts, which are so cool. They don't have to be cold. Daphne especially loves the banana flavor. My gosh, she went through a whole box of them before... I bought them, and then John was going to camp, and I went to grab them for camp, and they were all gone. Um, and then uh, the variety of flavors of GoGo Squeeze applesauce it means I can check a fruit serving off. They're made from 100% fruit. There's no chopping of apples or coring of strawberries or peeling kiwis. So Go-Go Squeeze lets me save that prep step, and they stay neat in lunch boxes because, Sally, you saying the fro- you know that you freeze raspberries... My fear would be that they would then be, like, all mushy by lunchtime, and my kid's like, man, like, if a like if a plum or a peach gets, like, a little bit mushed up looking, that thing comes home, because they're like, <laughs> mom, it looked gross by the time it was lunchtime.
3: <laughs> yes, I, I totally understand that. I have one child who is, is very particular about his fresh fruit, but piggybacking on what you just said about that, I really, I really think every parent even if you have like the best intentions to do like everything's going to be homemade in the lunchbox mm-hmm. or whatever you've got to stock some of these like pre prepackaged mm-hmm. but but healthy options yeah. so that if you have a crazy morning, you can just oh. grab some things. And so I'm, you know, a big fan of the unsweetened applesauce and the pouches and, mm-hmm. you know, the little cups of hummus or guacamole. Um, my one child loves beef jerky. So just <laughs> kind of things that you can grab and still feel good about, I think, is oh. is an important time saver. Oh, there's, oh, my
0: goodness, because, I mean, when I look at that clock, I'm like, okay, I have seven minutes until we're out the door and I still, all I've done is make the sandwich. To be able to just grab something and have it, yep, done that that's one less thing I need to think about it really it makes it it lets me get out the door on time
1: definitely yeah Uh so Sally how about lunch suggestions for moms Um, moms are maybe bringing their lunch to work or you know making sure they can eat something you know they might want to eat something other than
3: the crust of grilled cheese sandwiches (laughs) (laughs) what kind of suggestions do you have there So I, lately, I'm a huge fan of, again, on Sunday, of cooking up a big batch of grain. So maybe it's rice or brown rice or quinoa or farro or something. And then roasting like whatever vegetables I have in the refrigerator Mm. or like throw in a sweet potato or a white potato or whatever, put them all on a big baking sheet with some olive oil and salt, Uh, roast it at like 400, 425 until they're crispy and um, and then I package them and put them in the fridge. I mix up some kind of yummy sauce, like a peanut sauce or a tahini sauce or something. And then if you're taking your, work, your lunch to work, you can portion that out into containers for the week. Or if you're home, then you have it. You can grab it, put it in a bowl, pour the sauce over, microwave it, and you have a really easy, delicious lunch. Because I know I'm really guilty of not eating a healthy lunch sometimes when I'm busy because I... I'm working so hard that I don't mm-hmm. want to take the time to prepare something. But if it's already done in the fridge and I just have to pull it out, then I will eat a really healthy meal. So, um, and you know, bowls are so hot right now, and there's mm-hmm. so many recipes online for different ones. But really, just whatever you have in your fridge you can use to make, um, a bowl. So, you know, throw in some, uh, fresh spinach on top or whatever you have. And, um, you know, then you're getting tons of vegetable servings as well. A lot of people kind of leave the vegetables for dinner time and kind of forget about them at lunch. And I think that's a really good way of getting, a lot of vegetables and it's filling and it's healthy and it's it's fast and you can eat it you know while you're still at your desk working which is often what I do. I, I try not to keyboard. I try
0: not to do that. I um, but uh but also my thing I have been doing bowls actually for lunch and um I had made one bowl from a recipe that I found online and and it called for soft boiled eggs and of course the first time I did it I overcooked them a little bit so they're kind of medium and I was like uh ah, and I was lamenting this to a, a friend of mine actually a mother run, mother runner named Kate. And um, she's like, oh, I just, you know, fry an egg and put it on top. I'm like, well, that's brilliant. Because then at least you can maintain that like, okay, yes, the yolk is still runny. And um, oh, I did it the other day and it was just so yummy and satisfying.
3: Yeah, I mean, whatever you have, just throw it in and and between like the whole grains or something like an egg and all those vegetables, it's really filling and that's nice. So then you're not like running for snacks or something um, in the afternoon.
2: Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah yeah and and a mother runner named Brittany had chimed in on our Facebook page and she supports your meal prep ideas and she says she spends about one to two hours on Sunday and that helps her make her lunch and dinner for the week and that means she only has to spend you know just a couple minutes heating up the lunches and dinners during the week so
3: yeah, I follow a blogger named Lindsay Livingston. Her blog is called The Lean Green Bean, and she oh. is like the queen of food prep. I've learned so much from her about food prep, and she has this one tip that really resonated with me, which is think about what your pain points are during the week and prep for those. Like mm. if you're always struggling for snacks, prep something on Sunday prep a bunch of you know like little energy bites or something like that for snacks or if lunch is your pain point make those you know fixings for the bowls like i'm talking about just zone in on what what you find yourself struggling with the most and prep that and that mm-hmm. has really kind of guided me toward Um, being smarter with food prep because you could spend all Sunday or Saturday or whatever prepping food and nobody wants to spend like eight hours prepping food. That's the
0: thing. (laughs) When you're saying
3: that, I'm like, oh, but I'm so tired
0: from my 20 miler. I'm not sure I want to do that.
3: (laughs) (laughs) But even if it's just like washing all your salad greens or whatever it is Uh so that, you know, you know that you'll eat salad if you have those washed, then that's, you know, that's one thing you could do. Uh Yeah. Yeah.
1: How about snack suggestions, simple ones that, that um, you know, you've got all these women in training and, and, you know, we're coming up into fall marathon season and everyone's out there uh, putting in lots of miles, they're hungry all the time. What are some easy grab-and-go
3: snacks that are a good mix of protein, carbs, fat, all the, all the things you need? I am a huge fan of the energy balls and bites, the homemade mm-hmm. ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I've tried some packaged ones. I just don't think they taste as good. And again, that's a great weekend thing to do. Um, and I have these protein cookies, they're called. Mm-hmm. They're actually They're actually from uh, Lean Green Bean. I have their sweet potato protein cookies, and mm-hmm. I have them in my fridge. Super low in sugar, so delicious. And so often when I'm like opening my fridge, like I'm hungry, I want a snack. I'm like, oh, thank goodness I have. that, that I can eat. Um, And it has that great mixture of, it has some fat, it has protein, it has some fiber, and those are the nutrients that are going to fill you up the most. Um, And I have a whole post on my blog, I think it's like 20 different recipes for energy balls, energy bites, whatever you want to call them. I love those because they're just like in a little package, they're portable and they're filling. So you can have like one or two of those, you know, in a glass of milk or water or whatever. And um, I feel like that's a really nourishing uh, quick snack. Um, but of course, I'm also a fan of like, you know, nut butter and apples or banana and peanut butter and all, you know, those kinds of just like basic meal foods. I feel like sometimes people want like really fancy snack ideas or snack recipes and I'm like, you know, I, I always tell parents like think about snacks as just, they're just meal foods. They're not like some kind of special thing. <laughs> they're just like foods you'd serve at meals but just kind of worked in a different way maybe. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, just – Think of the things that you would eat for meals and just kind of downsize them. Or um, I'm a huge fan of the snack platter. I call it on my blog, and that <laughs> it's great for kids, but I think it also works for for grownups too, where you basically just take like a nice plate put a whole bunch of different foods, arrange it on, on there, put a dip on it or something, and it looks like a kind of a fancy appetizer platter, but it's really just like a whole bunch of healthy foods on a plate. And sometimes with kids, like when you name something, this is a snack platter, then it's like, oh, you know, it's something special. And do, do
0: you serve it to them like you're like, you know, uh, staff at a fancy cocktail party? And- well, I'll
3: Would say I like made something? you a snack platter, and it's like, oh, it's so exciting. My, I heard overheard my son once say, my mom makes the best snack platters. <laughs> it's like,
0: (laughs) (laughs) And you stood a little taller and straightened straightened your shirt collar. (laughs) And I have to say, Sally, listening to you talk about, you know, all these things in your fridge and your freezer, like, I just right now have some serious fridge freezer envy of your (laughs) thing, because I just envision all the shelves are really neat and tidy, and there's space between the items. Like, my fridge is just a cluster. Like,
3: it's so... Mine's a cluster, too. No, no, no. Make no mistake.
0: Okay. All right. Good. Cause yeah. And then sometimes like the one thing occasionally I do do on a Saturday or Sunday is I'll clean out my freezer and oh my goodness, that is cathartic to feel like, oh, I now have some room in my freezer. Okay. This is good. Um, Yeah. yeah, My, my, my husband just overstocked on frozen foods. I'm just like, really honey, we're not going to eat it like frozen foods, like leave it to the 1960s. Okay. It's done.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I'm also a big fan of like, if you feel like you know your cupboards and your fridge and freezer are just busting out and uh i'm a big fan of just like having a week where you're just going to eat through your fridge and freezer like <laughs> even if you don't really want to it's like all right we got these burritos in here let's just like get them out of here so you know yeah. cause it's like you gotta fight food waste food waste is such a huge problem in our country and we all oh, yeah. overbuy i'm totally guilty yeah. of it too but mm-hmm. you know
0: yeah that's also the thing uh, i mean gosh i love when the um the Postal Service has their food drive, and I feel so <laughs> badly for my food carrier because I'm like, oh, she's going to, like, break her back carrying these two bags of stuff. <laughs> and Then just the other day, I was looking in one of our cupboards down in our basement. We have some extra storage, and my husband has bought all these things in glass, and I'm like, oh, we can't give those. We can't donate oh. those to food drives. I'm like, maybe if I take it to the food bank itself, they can accept glass containers.
3: Yeah, that's <laughs> another way to get rid of uh, extra food. That's for sure.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. And I even one time, I had all these extra bars that I just knew I wasn't going to eat. And I hate to say it, but there was a... Um police investigation a search going on and like they had a lot of volunteers and I drove out to the headquarters and gave them all the bars oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. so but I just I just was consu- I was like okay I'm not going to eat these and I'm not going to be consumed by guilt so uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right so let's move on to dinner and uh, Tina shared this with us on Facebook she said seriously having easy meal prepped either from the leftovers the night before or purposely cooking extra to last all week has been a godsend. My pressure cookers are getting a great workout. I feel less frazzled, and my family is better nourished without us going out to eat nearly as often. So Sally, what are some of your favorite things to cook in a pot uh, Sorry, a crockpot. My goodness. Um- <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't have one of those appliances, Sarah. <laughs>
2: Tell me more about those. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, um, and the all the rage instant pots I will speak more clearly yes. and carefully now
3: <laughs> um yes well so I, d- I do have an instant pot uh-huh and um i- i have to say like i'm not like a i mean some people are like rabid about their instant pots mm-hmm. i mm-hmm. I am not you know bowled completely over by my instant pot. it is pretty cool um. Can, but, I have, um, can I ask a, a f- question
1: on that? Yeah. Are the instant pots different than pressure cookers? I mean, are they the same
3: thing, just rebranded? As far as I know, I've never used a traditional um, pressure cooker. But as far as I know, it is. It's just it's electric. And it doesn't have, you know, the pressure cookers of days gone by sometimes exploded and all over the kitchen. Right. So I, I believe this is, like, much safer than those those older mm-hmm. pressure cookers. But it's the same thing. You know, it just it's just cooking under very high pressure. Mm-hmm. So it it doesn't take as long. So it's and and I don't know about you guys, but like so often I have a slow cooker meal planned, and then I get to four thirty, and I'm like, oh crap! Like, oh my goodness, that's yeah. oh
0: my gosh! I I honestly sometimes set a timer on my iPhone to like put the ingredients to the slow cooker chana masala in because otherwise it's like well it doesn't do any good if I didn't put it in the slow cooker yeah, and that's <laughs>
3: what the instant pot is good for yeah, because honestly yeah. you could put that stuff in the instant pot at 4:30 and it's still going to be ready in fact that might be even too soon so I mean that that's what it's 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 really nice for that
1: mm-hmm. but um
3: you can do a whole lot of things in your slow cooker like you can make a whole chicken in there I don't know if you guys have ever done that I do that all uh-huh. the time yeah yeah I mean that's and it's great i mean i have to say it's like it, i don't love that as much as roasting the chicken but mm-hmm. every day is not like you can't roast a chicken every day you know it's like <laughs> it, that's sort of a weekend unless, thing unless
0: you're the supermarket <laughs>
3: right, right. <laughs> it doesn't have that same great sort of texture yeah. and flavor as yeah. a you know roasted ch- chicken but it's still still really good mm-hmm. um So I'm I'm big on that, and um, you know, obviously, like you know, the soups and the stews, and but I like slow cooker lasagna is pretty good as long as you don't overcook the noodles. That is totally key, or else you're going to be like, (laughs) this is horrible, it's super mushy. Um, And that that only takes a couple of hours. So there are, um, you know, those are some of my favorites. Um, Cooking like a lot of meat in bulk in either the instant pot or the slow cooker, and then freezing it. So cooking a bunch of chicken, then shredding it up and putting it in the freezer. And then you have chicken for, um, you know, you could do barbecue pulled chicken sandwiches or, you know, mm-hmm. enchiladas or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Then you have that, you know, that it just puts you so ahead of the game when you're like, okay, my chicken is already cooked and shredded
2: mm-hmm. and then just
3: throw it into the recipe. So doing batch cooking like that in the instant pot and slow cooker, I think can really help you uh, during the week. So I'm a fan of both of those appliances.
2: hmm
0: Mm-hmm. And my new, the new, new cockpot, which will soon
3: be coming out on late night
0: television, <laughs> <laughs> perhaps not channels that everyone subscribes to, but hey. <laughs> 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 oh. All right, all right, okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> and and how about meal planning? Um, I know you have a free meal planning worksheet to download on your site. So, um, what's your best advice for saving time and eating relatively nutritious, healthy meals?
3: Yeah, so I really, again, I know I'm like putting so much onto everybody's Saturdays or Sundays um, when you should be, <laughs> I guess, running 20 miles. Apparently some people do that on a Sunday. Um, but I really think like whatever day you go grocery shopping, sit down and make the, the week's dinners, make a plan for the week's dinners. And then, you know, you're getting everything and you don't have to like run back. How annoying it is, is it to like have a recipe and then halfway through you're like, I don't have the onion and mm-hmm. have to like run to the grocery store for the onion yep. or whatever it is. Um, And so so plan them out, plan your meals out, but cut yourself some slack. So designate one night as like the leftovers or clean out the fridge. You know, some Mm -hmm. people call that yo-yo, you're on your own. And of course that works better (laughs) if you have older kids. Yeah. If it's just like whatever's in the fridge, everybody kind of like, you know, create a dinner out of that. And, you know, one night for either going out or taking out. And then if you can have one recipe that you double – so then you really only have to plan, you know, maybe four meals for the week and maybe one of those in, in the slow cooker. Um, so it's really only, you know, cooking three nights a week. So and having freezer meals, too. I don't know if you guys read the post I did, but I, I'm in this freezer meal co-op group and oh. we make um, freezer meals for each other. And so we meet and we exchange with we like bring coolers and we exchange meals and you go home with like eight meals or whatever for your freezer and then all you have to do is remember to like take those out the night before or some of them you can take them right out from the freezer and right into the oven um and that is just like oh my gosh when I open my freezer and remember oh I have that you know whatever that casserole or whatever from my group it's just like oh this weight off of my shoulders and it's nice to know that I can have dinner without you know putting a lot of effort into it how often do you all convene We've been on a break for a few months, but um, we were doing it about once every six, six weeks or so.
0: Oh, and how many women are in the group?
3: There were four. Oh. We're, down, we're down a couple members. And so there's because people's just life circumstances change. You know, some people need it more than others. So there were four of us, and we were each bringing, uh, we were making two recipes oh, wow. um, for everyone in the group. So it was a lot. It was great.
0: Wow! Cause is, there's yeah, a... I,
1: years ago. Years ago, with with two of my neighbors, we used to every Monday we rotated. Um, every Monday, one of us would be in charge of making the meals for three families, and wow. um, it was the best thing because then the you know yeah. the, the next two weeks you knew you had a meal coming to you, and you didn't have to think about it. So, yeah
3: that's fantastic yeah Yeah, i mean it's like you know we make each other meals you know when we have babies or when there's an illness or a death in the family but you know honestly i think we you know we could all just use the help all Mm -hmm. the time we're all in the same boat where we're trying to like make meals for our family so i think it's great when you can find people and you can just help each other out like that
0: Mm -hmm. right Um, right molly and i sometimes run past this um Kind of um, community living uh, where it seems like they have, you know, everybody has their own separate units, or I'm, I guess some of them are joined, but then they have a uh, main building that has kind of a community room and a community kitchen. And so that they, I know they take all their meals together, or I guess if they wanted, they could eat on their own. But um, that, and I just, when I run past there, I like look envious and I'm like, oh, they don't have to cook every night. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Sally, do you
1: have any other um, time savers for dinner, like great one dish meals that you can make clean up easier? Um, You know, of course, we need to be able to leave time to lay out our running clothes the next day and set up the (laughs) pre-programmed coffee maker. So um, anything else that that can help us um, in the evenings like that?
3: Yeah, I don't know um, if you guys are including this, but I do have um, a cookbook I did with Cooking like called Dinner Time Survival Guide. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, it's a great family cookbook. Um, and there's a whole chapter on there on time-saving recipes. And I-, I use that cookbook so much, it's like splattered with all kinds of things. Um, <laughs> and so, I, you know, but but don't be too hard on yourself and feel like, okay, I have to make, you know, these fancy recipes every night of the week. You know, really, if you just set yourself the goal of like, okay, I'm going to you know, maybe try one new recipe a week or one new recipe every couple of weeks or whatever. And other than that, I'm gonna have my kind of tried and true favorites. Maybe make a list of of all the meals that you can make in 30 minutes. Um, And then just to refresh your memory and put those in a rotation, a colleague of mine does theme nights. So Mm -hmm. like every Monday is say it's meatless or sometimes we do like Sunday sandwiches and Mm -hmm. we just get out the panini press and make paninis and it feels like a little bit fancier than sandwiches, Mm -hmm. but it's just sandwiches. (laughs) And then maybe it's Taco Tuesday and maybe it's like uh, leftover Wednesday or whatever. And I think for some people having that structure can kind of be helpful because it can be overwhelming to think about what to make for dinner every night. So I think that can be a really nice time saver as well.
0: It is true you know I um so my older daughter as I've mentioned before on this podcast is now vegetarian and, and it kind of flummoxed me at first and um but then I adopted the meatless monday which I thought was just a uh, you know like twitter instagram hashtag but it turns out that that started back in the during the uh second world war Mm -hmm. and um so i love history so i love that it had a historical (laughs) note to it and um so like i started to say it like oh uh uh-huh this is what we're having for dinner tonight it's meatless monday and (laughs) i thought well it's falling on deaf ears and um i think it was last week when my husband took a look at what i served on monday and he goes oh great it's meatless monday I was like, oh, yeah. right on. <laughs> 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 Message saturation. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. Well, thanks so much, Sally. It was great talking with you again. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. All right. So Amanda, you going to, you know, whip out the crock pot and, uh, you know, start cooking up like 50 different meals for dinner so that they're all frozen. And <laughs>
1: and yeah, that- I think I'm all about buying an Instapot now. I think I've been sold with that conversation.
0: I have to say that uh, it was Adrienne who sold me on the Instant Pot. She talked about it. She showed it on uh, Instagram, which seems fitting to have an Instant Pot on Instagram. And um, <laughs> and I gave one to my husband for his birthday in late January. It took me a couple months to use it. I mean, like Sally, I'm not in love with it. Um, but I, uh, Melissa Clark, uh, you know, who was a guest, yeah. she, she sold me on... Um, uh, I now cook dried beans in it, uh, you know, and it makes them very, although my kids complain about the smell. Um, <laughs> it may, um, and I don't know if it's really saving money. I mean, a can of beans is so inexpensive, but I do think they're slightly tastier. Um, I have nice. some, a couple, couple of people have sent me yogurt recipes. Thank you. I have not used them yet though. Just like I have not made the kombucha that I intend to make. <laughs> uh, so, um, the best intentions, but, um, yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, I guess I'm more a fan of my slow cooker. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I am
1: too. But I, I guess the Instapot Pot would be the backup, right? So I like that idea.
0: <laughs> yeah. And also if you eat a lot of meat, um, I think it would be a good thing. Yeah. Because um, that's kind of one of its specialties. So yes, yes, yes. Hey, you're following us on Twitter, right? I'm at SBS on the run. Amanda is mi- at Miss Zippy one, the numeral one. Another Mother Runner is at the Mother Runner. Please follow us to keep the conversation going on another platform. We love getting feedback and suggestions. and Thanks. Our podcast is a member of the ACAST Network, and our show today was produced in Portland, Oregon, by Alex Ward from Sounds Like Pictures. Many happy miles to you.